and we talk about it how we want, melting the little snowflakes. <laughs> this is the Mark G Show, and this is Mark G. Oh, what is going on, everybody? Boy, we got some interesting topics tonight, man. Quite a few interesting topics, actually. So for everybody who's tuning in right now, make sure you are commenting and sharing this out to let people know the Mark G Show is live. And as always, I have my brother Gary with me tonight. Gary, what's happening, man? What's going on, brother? Well, you know, it's another day not in a body bag, I guess. We're alive and well. Alive and well. I, well, we're alive. I'm not sure about the well part. We'll, we'll find <laughs> out. It, maybe once Biden gets out of office, we'll be well. But It'll be better. It'll definitely it be better. <laughs> oh man interesting interesting uh scenario today uh lately so a lot of people and actually my wife brought it up because uh she thought it was true i guess the first topic we can bring up is about good old nancy pelosi's drunken husband um who got pulled over for an ou dui driving under the influence and i guess there was a big rumor talking about the uh the driving under the influences was dropped and in fact it was not so i wanted to clear that up because we were going to talk about being dropped and i was literally going to right. start i was literally going to start bitching about this saying this is how the elite do it if you have money and you got the power you can easily walk away from not even getting a slap on your hand type of a thing well i still think that rings almost 100 percent true anyways true true um but, but just you know, not in regards to this particular situation correct for now for now <laughs> for now for now, because the way it reads is, I mean, they could still be dropped, right? So the article that I was reading on this, and, and I did like check a couple other different articles and found some that somewhat related to this. And then, of course, you know, if you look at the far uh, right wing stuff, they, they do talk about it being dropped. Uh, but this article here, and I'm going to go off of uh, Fox News, even though I know all news stations are really not that great to go by anymore. You should really do your own research. Uh, but this article was dated back on June 9th, uh, which is only a couple of days, right? What are we on right now? The 12th? Yes. 12th. Yeah. Three three days ago, this article was written. And, and the article does state that the charges have not been brought upon Nancy Pelosi's husband yet, but he does have a scheduled court date for August 3rd at 8.30 a.m. in the Napa County Superior Court. So, so... He still has a court date, but there's been no criminal charges filed. And I really wish we had somebody uh, within the court system let me know how this works. Because according to this article, it did state that this is typical for OUI, DUI charges, that they're not automatically brought up. It takes a while for them to be brought up, which doesn't make sense to me, right? Because according to the article, dude, the guy blew a 0.8 blood alcohol content when he blew into the freaking tube so he's drunk so why is the charges not being brought up yet that that's that still raises a big flag there like why not hmm. yeah it's interesting how they can find lots of reasons for delays when it comes to these people with a little bit of power right i just I mean, want them to be accountable for their bullshit exactly i mean this guy's got a lot of bad things going for him already as a driver. Yeah, he's 82 years old. That's already alone getting scary. Like, I'm scared for myself when I turn that old and get behind a wheel. So not only is he 82 years old, but, you know, he was also drunk and highly above the alcohol limit. Because what is it, like a 0.1 or a 0.2? I thought it was zero. 
Is there is there an allowable? Amount? I I believe. Hold on. Uh, you know, let's ask Siri. Let's do this live on the show. I'm going to ask Siri about the blood alcohol. Hey Siri, what is the blood alcohol limit legally allowed? I found this on the web. So, here we go. We pulled it up. What what state were they in again? They were in uh, Virginia, Vermont, uh, Washington D.C. No, no, no. Hold on. Pelosi and influence California Highway Patrol. Oh, they're in California. They're oh. in California. Fuck. So zero tolerance BAC level is a zero. Uh, 0 0.02 point oh two point oh two so what is that like a sip that's i think that's like two beers no way you think it's less than two beers for sure god i wish i drank again because i would so do a test right now like i've got a breathalyzer <laughs> so mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I got a blood alcohol thing i, I would have so tried that just to see mm. yeah I'm but curious. no yeah, I'm curious as well now, man. But I quit drinking, so I, I can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if anybody ever, if anybody out here drinks and you live close to me, I know friends and family watch this. You guys would like to be guinea pigs. Please let me know. I would love to test this out to see how mm -hmm. many beers it takes before you blow a uh, point oh two, or how many right. it takes. Yeah, I'm curious. But yeah, I mean, that that's obviously going to be dependent on the person and their body weight and everything, right? That yeah, so it, you get a big three hundred and sixty pound Bubba versus. <laughs> 135 pound little someone that's going to be different i love how you said bubba 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 so yeah it's kind of interesting right so all these states are right around a zero uh point zero two alaska and arizona are showing zeros across the board so you're yeah. not in maine is too so actually my state as well is a zero yeah see so that's what i thought right well, well let's see here you are in uh zero one for new jersey zero zero for north carolina ah it's in your state as well it's zeros hmm. so there is a few states that are zeros across the board some states allow a zero two hmm. i'm still saying a zero two is like two beers no way in hell do you think well it has to be man i don't drink dude i can i can tell you if i if i pound two beers like i'm gonna have a buzz and if i'm allowed to drive with that kind of buzz like <laughs> I don't drink, so two beers is going to do me pretty solid, you know? Yeah. All right. I, I kind of get that. Right. I still need a guinea pig. Anybody out there, come on, let me know. I, I need a guinea pig. <laughs> this is something we want to try. And we'll go live, too. Like, we'll do a whole Mark G show, special show, live. With a guest. Right? Well, with a guest. And we'll just have you drink, and we'll test you. <laughs> you know, like, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> But no, man, so that, it's just interesting that the charges have not been filed yet. Like they, the charges should have already been brought up to them. Uh, and, I I just, agree. And, and it does show that maybe we are going to see them dropped. And that's why a lot of people are already spreading the rumors that the charges have been dropped. But if the charges have not been made, the charges technically can't be dropped. There just have been no charges made at this time. Yeah, but he fucking already blew a point, whatever, 0. 0.08. Point, yeah, 0. 0.08 blood alcohol content. So they're going to be like, but that's just barely illegal. And it's like, come on, it's illegal. You broke the fucking law. I have 0.06. That's, that's a pretty good jump. I know, but they're going to try to like downplay it. Right. Like they're going to try to make it seem like it's nothing. Definitely. I, I guess maybe, maybe, maybe he, I, I think I know why he drinks too much though. Have you ever seen the inside of Nancy Pelosi? Pelosi bro, he's married to Pelosi. <laughs> that alone will make you drink. Hey, dude, fuck it. He made it to 80, what, 82, 88? What is he? 
Uh, hold on. His age is 82 years old. Dude, he made it to 82. Right? <laughs> Elite or not, I mean, shit. That's a milestone. It is a milestone. No, it's definitely. If you can make it to 82, you're definitely doing something good. Well, if you're still good. able to drive, fuck it. You might as well kick back a couple, right? I guess. <laughs> oh, uh, should we do a disclaimer? Did we do a disclaimer on this one? We have not. Maybe we should I'm get that. 88-year-olds to go booze up and drive. We might want to disclaimer on this one the record i am highly against drinking and driving folks just so sure. same, same. Yeah. <laughs> so hit, hit us with a disclaimer mark all right for everybody watching youtube twitter and twitch as well as anybody listening on apple and spotify please know that the views and opinions on the show myself and my brother as well as anybody who may jump on as a guest from the wisdom app that we do broadcast live on and we do allow them to come on to the show once again, it's the views and opinions of itself. It's up to you guys as the listeners and the watchers to choose what to do with this information, whether you research it, believe us, or don't believe us, or cause a crack of bullshit. It's really up to you. That's it. That's my disclaimer. You, you were heavily throttled or something right when you were saying that disclaimer, your your service went to shit. Are you serious? 100%. So I'm going to have to do a replay on this. All right, we'll do the disclaimer one more time. Am I am I choppy or throttled right now, or is everything good? No, I mean it was choppy, but I mean I heard everything you said, but it was definitely choppy. It was definitely choppy. All yeah. right, well, for entertainment point, purposes only, don't yeah, take anything we say seriously. We're fucking off. <laughs> so, That's it. All right. So with that being said, dude made it to eighty-two years old. Fucking kick back a couple of cold ones and fucking go be a dipshit old man. <laughs> Ice cream his wife has in her refrigerator. Who, what? Oh, come on. You tell me you've never seen the Instagram videos of Nancy Pelosi's refrigerator back when the uh, plan. Oh, right. It was all fully stocked up with like ice cream and shit. Yeah. It was like thousands of dollars worth of friggin' ice cream. She's like, look at this. I know the families back at home can barely afford food right now because all of you guys are out of work because you're not essential. But yeah. look at all my ice cream that I enjoy. Mm, fucking ice cream does sound pretty good, though. I haven't had ice cream in a minute. Yeah, ice cream. Why why are we talking about ice? That does sound yummy. You know, what's your favorite ice cream, bro? My favorite ice cream? Uh, if I'm going just like traditional, I'm just going to go straight vanilla. Like good, good old classic vanilla. Damn, you're a plain Jane, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, it's good. I mean, if you want me to get like, you want me to start putting sprinkles and shit or whatever, that's like a different story. Oh, what the hell? We just got booted off wisdom. What? No, we yeah. didn't. I'm watching yep. this right now. Uh-oh. You, your talk was finished due to a code of conduct violation. Please help us keep wisdom an exclusive safe space for people to gather to discuss topics of importance. Really? Really? We what? booted off. Interesting. We're talking about ice cream. We're talking about Nancy Pelosi's husband. Someone Maybe, didn't like it. Someone definitely did not like it. We Wow. Should I restart it? Yeah. All right, let's restart it. Hold on one second. Just see what happens. Right? I'm gonna type in live recording. Someone definitely did not like it. Maybe maybe we hit a trigger word. All right, we're live again. All right. Back to it. We we're talking about ice cream, man. So yeah, so sprinkle the chocolate syrup. Yeah, man, that's good. But for me, it's the um cotton candy with freaking pop rocks. Cotton candy with pop rocks. Yeah, cotton. I don't think I've ever had pop rocks in my ice cream. Oh, dude, it's freaking phenomenal. Uh, what is it? Cold Stone? 
Is that the ice cream place? I don't know if that's out there in Maine. Do you have a Cold Stone there? We have Cold Stone ice cream. Yeah, we. But, okay. I, but then they like smash up like brownies in it, and they smash up all like the gummy bears and stuff in there. Yeah, man, that's bomb. Like I could, I definitely am down with some of that stuff too. But if I'm having just a regular ice cream, just give me vanilla, dude. Like I am cool with vanilla. <laughs> put a little bit of chocolate syrup on there, and I'm I'm stoked. All right. Yeah. So you're a plant, Jane. Yeah, dude. Keep it simple. <laughs> simple is better for me, man. What was that name saying? That's uh, keep it simple, stupid. Yep. Yep. All right, so I'm going to be somewhat careful when I say I thought people on you know wisdom heard my disclaimer, but yeah, was, well, something we said. probably my fault, dude. I'm the one that I was saying shit. Yeah, my bad. Maybe it was your fault. My bad. Well, regardless of that, and, and let's jump into the next topic then on that one because you All know right. we're talking about how. We have a disclaimer telling people our show to do with our information what they please, and that's for entertainment purposes only. We put it out there. But here's a funny thing. DHS, Department of Homeland Security, issued a statement on, well, issued an alert on June 7th, 2022. It uh, issues a National Terrorism Advisory System, NTS, NTAS Bulletin. And it kind of goes from us just being booted off of Wisdom Had a Restart because... You never know who's listening, number one. You never know who's watching. You never know who you're going to trigger, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That said, for everybody on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, I hope I don't trigger, uh, trigger you guys. But DHS has posted this alert. It says, in the coming months, I'm not going to start from the beginning. You guys can actually check this out. If you go to DHS.gov, look in the alerts. Matter of fact, let me pull it up on the screen here so everybody knows that I'm not talking out of my ass here. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to share the screen here and I'm going to pull up this DHS alert right here. I'm going to throw it up here. There we go. Wow. That's kind of a really tiny. That does not work well. We're going to take it off. But as you guys can see here, I want to see. Yeah, it doesn't work too well. All right. We're taking that off the screen because it doesn't work. Hmm. As you guys right, can see. We'll figure that out. We will figure that out. That, that might be a little bit of a more video editing in the future. But let me go read into this there. I'm going down to the third paragraph of this because uh, this is the one that really makes you kind of go, huh? And it really does make you wonder what's really going to happen. What do they know that's going to happen that we don't know what's going to happen, right? And this is the type of stuff that kind of scares you about the government a little bit. Right, right. In, in the coming months, DHS expects the threat environment to become more dynamic as several high-profile events could be exploited to justify the acts of violence against a range of possible targets. These targets could include public gatherings, faith-based institutions, schools, racial, ethnic, and religious minorities, government facilities, and personnel, U.S. critical infrastructures, the media, and perceived ide ideological opponents. I probably butchered that word right there, and I'm really bad with my speech. Ideological. You're all right. You're close. close <laughs> and then we're going to go down to um, this, the fourth paragraph and continue reading this here, though. Uh, and then I'll stop after that one. Hmm. Threat actors have recently mobilized to violence due to factors such as personal grievances, reactions to current events, and adherence to violent extremist ideologies, including racially and ethically motivated or anti-government, anti-authority, violent extremism, foreign adversaries, including terrorist organizations and nation-state adversaries, also remain intent on exploiting the threat environment to promote or inspire violence, sow discord, or undermine U.S. democracy. Democratic institutions. DHS continues to assess the primary threat of mass casualty violence in the United States stems from the lone offenders and small groups motivated by a range of ide 
Say that word for me. Ideological. Thank you. Beliefs and or personal grievances. <laughs> Interesting, right? So let's talk about this. And, and I'm, here's where I'm probably going to piss a lot of people off. Everybody knows where I stand. I, I stand on the Republican side. But let me tell you this. And this is the part that kind of makes me really look back at Tom McDonald's kind of songs, how he doesn't really have a side really makes you wonder as far as the left and the right goes, they really are truly pinning Americans on each other. And if you can read that, it don't matter what side you're on. If you're on the left side, when you read that, you're thinking, ah, oh, shit. Okay. So the right extremists, they're going to call the people pro Trumpers are going to start this stuff. Or what's that one group out there? Um, what do they call themselves? Proud boys and uh, the other groups out there. Oh, they're going to start up this blah, 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 blah. And then you got the people on the right that are saying, oh, Antifa, BLM, they're all going to be out there starting this stuff, right? So I don't know, man. This is some scary times that we're looking at. And and you really do got to wonder. I should put on my tinfoil hat right now to really put on this, but what's going on here? Do they know something we don't know? Do it's... Well, tough one. It's propaganda, man, and it's unfortunate because, like, the media is definitely, allegedly, seemingly, you know, pinning us against one another. And it seems like the the more news, if I find myself reading news, whether it's independent or it's, uh, you know, mainstream, it's like I do feel myself getting like aggravated, right? Like, and I'm just like, you know, I was like. I'm in a good mood. Why am I looking at the news? If I look at the news, like I'm almost guaranteed to be kind of brought down. And right. it's like, that's like, and I noticed that when I go like two days or so without reading the news, it's like, all right, well, I kind of want to know what's going on. Right. You want to stay current, right? but then I'm reading it and I'm just like, this is all terrible. Like this is so divisive. Like they're not, they're not offering solutions. They're not, they're not talking about, anything it's just slander and talking trash about the other person and they're evil and if they if you believe this then you're a bad person or if you support this or if you don't support this you're a bad person and that is weird like it's divisive it's confrontational it's conflictive right and yeah, i mean that's just as bad as like social media so, i mean if you look at all the social Same. media yeah dude. turning everybody against each other like so I'm for one is I'm guilty of social media. I do. Voice, I voice my opinion quite a bit, especially when I see certain posts that I know for a fact is something that that person posted or shared because it led them due to media giving out the wrong information. Folks, if you don't think media gives out the wrong information, there's something wrong with you. Media definitely posts out wrong information. We talked about this on our show last week and I want to bring it up again. Yeah. Uh, so I had a family member come up and attack me a little bit because they posted an article about AR-15, so they said assault rifles needed to be banned. There is no such thing as assault rifle. Anything can be assault. The way I worded it is this. Listen. What if and, I have like an assault spoon? Can I have an assault spoon? If you take a spoon and you hit me, yes, you just assault me. <laughs> it's an assault spoon. <laughs> so, well, like, seriously, think about it. Okay, AR, it does not stand for assault rifle. AR stands for armor light which is the name of the company that made the AR-15. That's it. And then like 
Citizens should not own fully automatic weapons. Guess what, America? Citizens cannot own fully automatic they weapons. Don't. Yeah, they're, exactly. they're illegal in yeah. the United States. The only weapon you can own in the United States is a semi-automatic weapon. And guess what that requires you to do? Every time to pull the trigger. One, two, three. You can't just pull and hold. That's why I talked about the butts, uh, the bump stocks. You know, I was kind of, yeah. I, I was all right with that band because, you know, I get that because the bump stock allowed it. So if you held up your gun, you pulled the trigger, boom, it bounced back. So it forced your finger to keep going in. It allowed you to kind of get that automatic feel, but it was still wasn't, it was still wasn't automatic. It was still semi-automatic, but the bump stock made it. So it obviously bumped in and continues to shoot. So with that being said, I was okay with that. Because I get that you don't, you don't really, I mean, maybe in a certain time frame, if we were like in a situation in Ukraine, hell yeah, that'd be handy as fuck. But right now we're not right. Um, not right now, not right now, but who knows what the next two to, we really don't know what's coming and it's scary times and people are going to get worse. I'm a big advocate on second amendment. I'm not going to hide that for any social media or any platform where I'm able to speak my mind or try to speak my mind. I'm a big advocate for second amendment. I believe every law abiding citizen citizen in the United States should own, be trained and carry a firearm on them. We would be in a much safer place if we did. Criminals would be scared. If we sit there and try, and I'm going to work my way into this, you guys, because I want to talk about the bipartisan deal that the Democrats and Republicans just recently came up with. I'm going to get into that part, but I, I just kind of want to speak on this real quick. And I'm kind of okay with what they talked about. I'm still, eh, but I'm kind of okay with what they talked about. And there's one article, one section in there that kind of got me questioning, but we'll get into that in a minute. Um, pro Second Amendment. I believe no matter how tough you make any gun law, no matter how tough you get it. Remember, who who shoots and kills people? Anybody want to tell me? Oh, wait, that's right. Criminals. Criminals are going to get their hands on anything, no matter what. Want to talk about crack? Whatever bad drugs are out there that are illegal drugs that are floating around the streets that are killing thousands of Americans daily from overdoses? Fentanyl. Yeah, that shit's banned, right? right. That shit's banned. But guess what? Criminals get their hands on it. Banning stuff does not take it off the streets. Banning stuff does not take it out of the hands of anybody, except for and a lot. It doesn't even really make it that much more difficult to get it. Like if you're, if you're, uh, if you put your mind to it, you can achieve it. You know what I mean? So it's like, and that can go for anything. That can go for getting your master's degree to getting something in the black market. Like people are pretty clever and turn into engineers when they really need to you know what i mean so making it harder for law-abiding people i i don't necessarily think that that carries over to people who are going to get whatever they want however they want it right and here's my republican side of me now and this is what makes me kind of say republicans are for the people and democrats i don't feel so much for Right, because Democrats have always been trying to come after the guns. You cannot deny that they have been. They've always been trying to come after the guns. Republicans have always tried saving pro Second Amendment. With that being said, it just it seems funny that well, number one, I'm seeing a hell of a lot more mass shootings going around like crazy. But that that's that's my tinfoil hat. We're not going to go that far down the road. Um, but let's talk about this. 
let's talk about the bill here. Let me pull it up here. I've got this thing. I, I, it's really small as I saved it on my phone. It was actually a senator who posted it. But the proposal includes this. And I'm going to go through the whole proposal so everybody can hear this. So let's give it to you guys. Um, the first thing on the board is support the state crisis intervention orders. And Gary, if you feel like you want to jump in with any of these ones, just let me know and I'll stop for a minute. During no, you're good. I'm listening. Provides resources to states and tribes to create and administer laws that help ensure deadly weapons are kept out of the hands of individuals whom a court had determined to be significant danger to themselves or others. Deadly weapons? Dangerous weapons? What did that say? Uh, determined to be... Da, 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 da. Hold on. Deadly weapons. Dead. So what's a deadly weapon? That is true, a right? A baseball bat, uh, a guitar case, I mean, a music stand, a What's a deadly weapon? Like uh, those, like those really vague words. That's yeah. the stuff that I like. Uh, I just don't like, I, I want it to be specific because when you leave shit open for interpretation to like someone's perceived something or like a word, like a deadly weapon, I know what a deadly weapon is. Like I get what they're trying to do, but like a car can be a deadly weapon. Uh, you know, like a jump rope can be a deadly weapon. No, that, that's 100% true. So that, yeah, I think maybe you are right. That's some type of word that they should probably look at and probably change to. I just, it sketches me out. That's the shit I get hung up on and I'm like, dur, dur, dur. like I can't fuck, you know, it's like it, like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I 100% agree with you. I mean, that hopefully they catch that and fix the wording on that because yeah, deadly weapon, almost anything, any object can be a deadly weapon. Right. Anything can kill you. A bowling ball. You tell me you can't kill someone with a bowling ball? Bullshit. <laughs> right? No, exactly. Yeah percent agree with you on that one yeah sorry so what was that you post endangered to themselves and others not consistent with the state and federal due process and constitutional protections so that was the first paragraph the second one is investment in children and family mental health services national expansion of community behavioral health center model uh, model sorry major investments to increase access to mental health and suicide prevention programs and other support services available in the community including crisis and trauma intervention and recovery i 100 percent agree with that what's the one thing people on the right have been calling for we need better mental health here in the united states we do we need to handle mental health issues a lot better in our country and that's like that's a complicated subject right or it topic is. or whatever like the solution to that is like there's no immediate solution, which is almost makes it not seem like it's worth investing in. Right. Cause it's going to take, you know, you got a lot of broken families in America, right? There's a lot of broken families. There's a lot of people on drugs. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of things that need to be fixed. Right. You have to fix the root before, I don't know yeah it does need that's a huge problem it's a huge problem in america mental health and like there's there's too many broken things in america to just say like oh we need to fix mental health because what the hell does that mean right no you know the sad part is there's a lot of the institutions that you you know someone maybe needed some help are closed down now like they've lost their federal funding so they've been closed yeah. They've lost their state funding. They've been closed down. And I remember this because in the main, I think we had like three or four. I'm sure $40 billion would probably be a fair amount of money to reinvest in something like that. Exactly. Sending it over. To Ukraine. Exactly. 100% agree with you. And then that's one of the problems with our country right now. And I think people need to start voting against this. But we, the American people, 
should have the right to vote as well. Not just fucking Congress, but we, the American people, should have the right to vote where we send our tax money. Oh, man. I would would love to have input where my taxes go. It would be like to music. It'd be to fitness for the schools. It would be to the arts for the schools. Like, I don't know, man. I'm big on fitness and, and creativity. Right, because our taxes supposed to be what? Like us being a bank, loaning the money to the government to do what they need to in order to run our country. That's what our taxes are, right? That's why when you file taxes, you're supposed to get money back. I pay out the fucking ass. We're not going to talk about that. But <laughs> you're supposed to get money back if you don't own a business. It's small. Some of the big corporations get nice big breaks and get money, though. <laughs> tax law, brother. I'm yeah. telling you. I don't know I don't know shit about tax law, but I know that it's it's designed to incentivize businesses but i just don't know enough about it to use it to my advantage right same here man yeah. uh, but you know i would love to see american people be able to vote where their money fucking goes because yeah i think america well good percentage americans would have said no that 40 50 billion dollars that you sent over to ukraine needs to be used here in our our soul for the american people because yeah got a lot of americans right now and i'm gonna say americans because there is another we're, we're gonna get back into this i know everybody's like wait why don't we fin- all right you know let's finish this whole gun thing because yeah. <laughs> god damn our add is so bad man we oh, need to tighten horrible. this shit up we do <laughs> it's horrible man we, oh my god <laughs> all right so so we did the investment in children and family mental health service that's where i left off so okay. this thing's like right. six this thing's like six different categories here so let's get through the next one all right all right i'll try right. to shut up hold on no no you bring up something <laughs> right. that's what we're supposed to do right protections for victims of domestic violence convicted uh, domestic violence abusers and individuals subject to domestic violence restraining orders are included in ncis uh, nics which is the national Uh, database for criminals include those who have or have had continuing relationships uh, continuing relationship of a romantic or intimate nature so my guess is it's protecting anybody who's had a domestic uh, charges brought against them they would not be allowed to own a firearm that'd be what what i'm I'm guessing where they're going with that one a a domestic sorry domestic um so domestic dispute not domestic dispute, but like had domestic charge. So you well, like if you're beating the shit out of your wife. Yeah. No more, no guns for you. No, or in this, their wording, deadly weapon, hmm, deadly weapon. So what, what if I want to go and play golf? Right. Yeah, I know. Try to We're, tell me my golf club, but can't fuck someone up with my golf club. I'm, I just don't like that. This is just a very vague, too much ambiguity. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let's go on to the next. <laughs> All right. So, so funding for school-based mental health and supportive services. Invest in programs to expand mental health and supportive services in schools, including early identification and intervention programs and school-based mental health and wraparound services. I, I don't know if I can really understand what that means by the wording of that. I mean. There's a lot of issues with the schools that I could go on for hours just talking about that alone. But mental health issues, I can tell you one of the biggest things school has is bullying, both in school, cyberbullying, um, texting, texting bullying, I guess is a whole thing now where the kids are being bullied via text messages. I mean, they need to work on the bullying system too. That's where most of the teen suicide stuff like that come from is from being bullied. Yeah, but you know what? I got bullied. 
I, I like, I don't, I don't. So look, I don't condone bullying, right? I don't think people should go out there and be a bully, but I also think that's a, that's a, that's a coming of age thing. I got, I got my ass kicked in middle school, but I deserved it. Cause I talked a lot of shit. Yeah, you did. You had a big I mouth. talked, a, I still talk a lot of shit. Um, but you know what I mean? Like it, 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 like I got put in my place when I stepped out of, when I stepped out of line. Right. And, um, and like, again, I don't condone bullying, but I mean, if, if you're just like a little, like a little skinny kid and you're like really smart and people are calling you dork and dweeb and stuff like that, toughen up. Like, I know I'm a dick. I'm going to get a lot of pushback on that. But like this, this whole, like people are fragile mentality that they're pushing. I don't buy it. I think that people are very resilient. I think we're very resilient. And I think when we have this vic victim mindset and we're all weak and shit, I don't like that. Like we fucking survived like killing crazy wild cats in the back in our day, right? Like our ancestors were badass. Our grandparents were badass, badass compared to how weak we are nowadays. Like I don't, I don't support fucking participation trophies. I'm not a fan of that. I think it makes people weak. And if nope. I, again, I don't condone bullying. I think it's fucked up. But if you're getting bullied, learn why people bully. And so you can be smarter than them, right? Learn jujitsu, go do some deadlifts. Like I promise you won't be bullied for much for very long. You know what I mean? Like this whole people are fragile stuff pisses me off, man. Sorry. Hey, All right. I'm I'm, done. Shut up. I, I heard, I heard the teapot boiling there, man. God like, damn. Ah. <laughs> I just think people are very strong. I think I have, you know what I mean? People, people are, are resilient. People, people are, are very capable. And I don't like this whole tricking people into thinking they're weak bullshit. Well, look at that post we were talking about regard what, what, before we continue on to the, we're, we're at the mental health, the support services, the schools, but look at the LinkedIn conversation we were talking mental health. And I'm over here losing my shit. <laughs> <laughs> But no, all right, we'll go back real quick and go back to a couple podcast episodes where we we're talking about the whole LinkedIn uh, conversation that we were having. And, you know, someone's talking about being easy on people. And I made a comment about it and say, listen, life experiences are what teaches us to be the people we are today. Totally. If we didn't have certain situations or certain things happen to us, we may not be in the road that we're at now. Right. For instance, and I'll be, I'm proud to say, me being the dorky kid that I was, freaking doing the oops. Uh, yeah, it's still in hand. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. You're freaking sidetracking me, asshole. All right, all right, <laughs> <there> you <go. laughs> so, but, you know, going from everything from living on the whole welfare system, learning how the welfare system, you know, operates, how they treat the people that are on it, how they want you to like be dependent on it and may basically make you live off welfare system for your whole life. That's their goal, right? That's what it seems like. And it's really not meant for that. It's meant for you to be on a short term to get your, your feet wet, get in the water, build something with your life, whether it be getting a job, working hard and being successful in that or starting your own business. For instance, that's what my wife and I did. We went from living in the complete welfare system, getting everything underneath the sun, to now being off of it all 
and purchasing our first home. And we lived in housing. We lived in government housing. Let me tell you, that's one of the worst things ever, right? Because every year you get a piece of paper, they got to come in and do these inspections. And then they'll tell you, hey, we're going to be upgrading this because we got to get up to code, da, da, da. And they just come into your house. I remember there was one time they did, we were in there, we had the three, uh, three older kids now that are all old, now adults, were sitting there playing in the in the house when these workers didn't even bother knocking on a door. They just walked on in and started changing out the windows. The wife and I are passed out sleeping. And the kids are running around while the fucking construction workers are running in, taking out windows. I'm like, woke up like to the noise. I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing in my fucking house? It's just it's weird how that I don't know. I completely... how many how many slum landlords did you have, dude? Dude, all right. So when we started getting out of that whole housing situation, we you know got a job, started working hard, paying rent. We went through, I want to say about five to six slumlords, man. It was like, you know, they have buildings being condemned to all this. And finally, we got into this house that we rented. We loved it. And when the COVID hit, we were still renting. And at that time, I remember I didn't think we were going to afford it. I got scared. We were already running our business. I was like, dude, I don't know how I'm going to do this because I lost a lot of my businesses because they all closed down. I'm scared. He's like, don't worry about it, Margaret. You know, you're going to get through it. And sure as shit, we, we made it through the whole freaking thing when everybody started opening back up. He's like, I'm sorry, but now I have to sell. I'm like, yeah, no, you're not. I'm buying. I ain't moving again. Right. <laughs> it's like, you can sell it as long as you sell it to me. <laughs> One thing we got totally sidetracked, but I think what I was trying to go with that is life experiences bring on chances for you to better yourself yeah and, and have you a learned like life. every yeah. company you tried to start right you learned something someone would say oh you failed at another business but you're learning you're learning little tricks here you're learning little tricks there like i failed so many fucking right, times. right. but you have to that's learning right like it that's is. what it I is so much man i sold the back of my neck on ebay for crazy <laughs> that's what i'm saying yeah, man. But you did what it took, right? That's it. And we'll, let's get back on topic here. Let's get All back right. to this. So we we're talking about the funding uh, for school-based mental health and supportive services, funding for school safety resources. That was the next one down there. Hmm. Invest in programs to help institute safety measures in and around primary and secondary schools, support school violence prevention efforts, and provide training to school personnel and students. I think that's what the right and a lot of people have been saying from the get-go. I kind of understand that. Number one. We should probably train certain teachers. The way, this is my opinion. Remember this, folks. I think one of the things is we should have some armed teachers in the school who are trained, and the only people who know they are armed is the superintendent of the school and the teacher who's armed. Everybody else does not need to know that that teacher's armed, not the students, not the fellow other teachers. You'd have a sign-up sheet, the teachers who sign up. You'd pick X amount in every different locations of the building. They would go in, they would take uh, CCW courses or whatever they need to do in their state. They'd be trained, proficient, make sure they can handle if a situation ever arise. And then they would be the only ones who would be concealed and nobody else would know except for the superintendent. So this way here, number one, the teacher is able to become an action, help protect. But number two, let's talk about that $40 billion that got sent over to Ukraine. Why the hell not? Could we be using that? That $40 billion got used to put in protection into our schools i've seen some pretty sweet systems um that are in some schools like for instance they got cameras that uh, automatically go to the sheriff's department the sheriff's department can see exactly where that um, active shooter is in the school and they can uh, trigger off these different smokes um 
smoke bombs, I guess you could say, that are installed in the ceiling to kind of blind the shooter as well as automatically lock that shooter into different areas of the school. That's That'd be interesting. That system alone was, uh, I think... Just it makes me feel like schools no. become prisons at that point. Like, that just fucking feels so dystopian. Like, it, that doesn't make me, like, super excited to go to school. It's just like, Jesus Christ, man. This is like... Why Why do we even need that? That's So that's what I want to do. But listen. Like, we shouldn't need that. We shouldn't. The mass shootings are happening in schools the most. Can you tell me? Say that again. When did mass shootings start in school the most? When did they I really? Have no pick? idea when. Once school zones became, once schools became, oh, became gun-free zones. zones. Exactly. That was one of the biggest problems. So I remember going to high school, and we would have friends that have their freaking pickup trucks, and there were shotguns in the back totally, of their. Totally. Totally. Because you know, they, remember that they go to the shooting range after you know after school. Yep. They were trained. They knew how to use their firearms, but it wasn't a gun-free zone. No one's gonna go into a place that allows firearms to try shooting up because you know what? They're gonna have an unlucky freaking day and they're gonna be eliminated pretty freaking quick. Totally. That was one of the biggest problems. That was the biggest mistakes we ever did was create gun-free zones. I hate to say it, malls, gun-free zones, biggest mistake. People are gonna I'm probably gonna get a lot of shit in the comments of YouTube for that. Yeah, and it's like I understand the logic of why they want to try these regulations but it's like it doesn't doesn't help obviously it's had the, the opposite effect right right so well, or maybe it's the desired effect right who knows i don't know if that's what they really wanted or what it just goes back to what i talked about though criminals don't listen the only right. one they are hurting is law-abiding citizens exactly because myself i go to my kids schools to pick them up i carry daily but if I got to go to a school to have a school meeting with my kid or anything like that, I have to leave. So I can't even have my fire in my vehicle when I go into school, right? I can't because it's on school property. God damn. So I have to leave my firearm at home and then go to store and go to school. And then I can go to store, whatever, you know, whatever. I don't have my firearm on me that day. But God forbid something happens while I'm at the store, I'm really fucking screwed, right? So sometimes right. I'm going to freaking re put it back on before I go to the store. But it's just, it's that. It's law abiding citizens are going to obey the law. They're going to follow the law. So criminals are not. Alex Verde says uh, over on YouTube, they can do all the laws they want, but someone is always going to get a gun in their hand. That's 100%, 100 true. 100 true, man. Talking about that's, this. That's exactly what we're saying. I uh, so couldn't agree more. Let's jump down to this. Four more things in this bill. Hmm. Clarification of definition of federally licensed firearms dealer. Uh, supposedly, this cracks down on criminals who illegally evade licensing requirements. Um, I'd have to look into that one because I'm not really sure. So, like, for instance, I know in the state of Maine, they have to have an FFL license, which is your firearms uh, sale license, whatever. It's federal firearms licensing that you have to have. And when you go through that, when you get your background check, so, like, say... For instance, we'll say I order a gun online, right? And the gun does not get shipped to my house. I will not get that gun. I have to pick an FFL dealer for that firearm to be shipped to. Okay. I go to their either their business or their home because some of them operate from their home. The last one okay. I've heard does operate from his home. Interesting. You, their house, you bring in your ID. 
They take your ID, they enter in your information to this database, which is, I believe it's a FBI database and it gets done with a background check. It'll say, yes, the information's facts, um, no warrants, blah, 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 not, nothing violent, continue sale. And then you continue the sale and boom. Some states do have 24 to 48 hour holds. State of Maine does not. It's just once you get entered and you get that license. So maybe this is something to do with that process. I wonder if that's going to make the purchasing a gun process even longer. I'm not sure. All right. This is just me trying to think about what they're talking about in that investment. But going on, telehealth investments. Invest in programs that increase access to mental and behavioral health services for youth and families in crisis via telehealth. I can see that having the help with families. I, I, I'm not a big fan of telehealth. I'll, I'll tell you that. I mean, I, people need to get out of their homes, man. Like I couldn't agree more, dude. I think there's a lot to be said about sunshine and fresh air. Right. There's tons of it. And here's the other problem, too. Telehealth and remote school learning is where I come in with saying this stuff is bad on many levels because – once you get that mentality of just staying in the house, not going out anywhere, that's all you want to do. You don't associate with people. You don't build. But I see my kids are arguing with this. I've argued with my daughter, my older son about this as well. Like, oh, we associate with people online, on Xbox, on the computer. That's not the same as physically being. Right. They're not wrong, but they're missing the point. Exactly. Right. It's better to have a physical, physical contact with another human being. Yes. There's some, there's very important. There's like neuroscience that goes into it. There's a lot of science that goes into the importance of being in physical groups with people shaking hands, hugging, bumping shoulders with like your boys. Like, you know, there's, there's a lot to be said about that shit. Yeah. And, and, and now they're talking about telehealth and programs, right? For behavioral health services for youth and families in crisis via telehealth. My problem with that is this. So look at us right now. We're on camera, right? We're on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We have this border around us. Even if we didn't have this border around us and I didn't have this whole fancy green screen and stuff like that, I'm talking to you. Pretend you're my doctor, right? You can see my face. You can't see my hands or my feet, which a lot of psychiatrists and doctors do look at while they're talking to you because your hands and your feet tell a lot about how you are feeling or you know what you might be thinking of because you do different movements and it's like, okay, you got a nervous tick your fingers uh, tapping or whatever, but you can't see that as a doctor. So how are you going to die? You're not supposed to be able to see that shit. How are you seeing that shit, man? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just on my face right now. What's going on? Right. But no, seriously, like they can't see that shit. So how are they supposed to diagnose all this stuff? For sure. There's a lot more to uh, an in-person visit, right? Like you're reading a lot more than just what the person's telling you, or you should as a doctor, I would think. So I'm not, I, I'm going to say I'm not a fan of the telehealth. Uh, right. I think it's, I think it has its place. Um, I think it has its place. I don't think it should, I don't think it should replace, you know what I mean? I don't think it should replace things, but if you, I don't know, I'm sure there are situations where having a, a telehealth thing is probably beneficial. All right. You know what I mean? I think it's a, I think it's situational, but, um, but yeah, you are missing a lot by doing it. All right. Let's move on. We got, uh, uh, one, two more to go. Yeah. Two more to go. The next one. And here's another one that I kind of disagree with and I'll go into my reasoning and then you can tell me about what your thought process is. What do you got? What you got? Um, 
under 21 enhanced review process for buyers under 21 years of age requires an investigative period to review juvenile and mental health records, including checks with state database and local law enforcement. So, and now mind you in the state of Maine, I think actually it's a federal law. If you're under the age of 21, you cannot buy a firearm under the age of 12, from 18 to 20, 18 to 20 or up to 21, you can buy a rifle. You just cannot buy a pistol. Okay. Okay. So that law is pretty good, but here's, here's my problem with it. And a lot of people, this is where, this is where a big debate is starting at 18 years old. You can sign a contract and go to war. You can make the green and you can sign a contract for like $200,000 for your fucking schooling. Yeah. And you go, you can go make the green grass grow all thanks to uncle Sam. Yep. For those in the military, you understand what I'm saying by that. I'm choosing my words carefully because I don't want to get bananaed again. But if for those who have not been in the military, just do yourself a favor and Google green, how to make green grass grow. Uh, the type in the word military afterwards in your because <laughs> <laughs> you might, might that, that might that might be the the prerequisite right there is make sure you had military <laughs> yes. or you might just pull up a lot of landscape who knows who knows what you're gonna get otherwise two girls one cup don't google that <laughs> but, but no um but seriously though so if you can go to war and fight for your country hmm. you can fire off Freaking guns that way, and even more powerful guns. I was just gonna say, you get some pretty fun guns in the military. Two forty Bravo, man, I love that motherfucker. So really? big, beautiful, oh, sexy little gun. Well, <laughs> but no, man. So like, you can do that. I can get some of it, but I, I just I can't grasp this whole concept yet. To me, it needs more indication. How about if they add in if anybody is currently actively serving within that age frame they're exempt, go, right exempt. i think unless they've been like uh what is it like you get you can have like a you can get kicked out but it's not like a bad kick out right like an honorable discharge if you have like a dishonorable discharge then Right, dishonorable discharge, maybe not, but if you have an honorable discharge, then yes, you're exempt. right. Or like if you're, yeah, if you have some, but see, that's the thing. Like, is that shit public? DD two. So when I got out, my I don't even have my DD two fourteen. My DD two fourteen sits at the city hall. Because hmm. when I got, they told me that's where I should do it. So like, mine's somewhere right. lost. I mean, I could request it. So right. I, I believe you can pull that information up online. I'm not sure. I'll have to look into. It. I know yeah. we got my wife's father's. But oh, you didn't have a dishonorable, right? Yours wasn't. I was honorable. I was right? on. So, yeah. So it's the folks that are dishonorable that I think maybe it's it's worth a mental health check, perhaps. Right. But I don't yeah. even know. I, mean, I guess people feel like they have the right to defend their home, right? Right. So I guess we'd have to look at it as this method. There, there's some wording that's kind of scary in the way it's worded, and it should all be looked at again and possibly revised before it is voted that, voted up into um, brought up to this. Uh, what is it? The Senate. My wife and I get this confused all the time when we talk. I don't about know, man. I think it goes up to the Senate next. Yeah, probably, um, probably. I don't know. I'm an idiot. Last thing of this bill, man. Where uh, <laughs> the last one of the bill? Penalties for straw purchasing. Uh, 
This is something I did not look up. So I'm not sure why I'm reading this. If you can just type in straw purchasing into DuckDuckGo and see what you can pull up. Um, but it's, uh, but the wording cr- as goes as this. Cracks down on criminals who illegally straw purchase and traffic guns. See, I'm unfamiliar with what the straw per excuse me what straw purchasing means okay so it's a criminal act in which something especially a firearm is bought by one person on behalf of another who is legally unable to make the purchase so if i was not legally allowed to buy a gun and i go hey yo mark bruh what up dog let me give you 50 bucks if you just go and pick up one of these little you know, just go get me one of them 45s, you know, just, you know, just give me a little something, something. Gotcha. Okay. And then right. you buy that for me. You would at that point be a straw purchaser. All right. So that makes sense. Yeah. You know, that, see, that, that can be kind of crazy too, because I know a lot of parents buy their kids a gun for their birthday. Would that be considered a straw purchase? See, so would you not be able to buy a gun as a gift anymore? Would it have to be the individual who, wants a gun you'd have to give him a gift card on behalf of another person i think that would be covered as a gift you wouldn't be able to buy a gun as a gift anymore Hmm. or a husband who wants to buy his wife a gun for a wife who wants to buy her husband a gun uh yeah That, that kind of makes so you can't even gift that multiple purchases of the same or similar gun would also be considered a straw purchase Okay, so there's there seems to be a few different criteria. So is a straw buyer. Okay, so there's huh. I'll have to look into this because this is uh this is interesting. So there's a straw man buyer or a scare I don't know. Hmm. A lot of stuff. All right, we'll look into that, folks. We'll come yeah. back. That looks complicated, but it looks fun. I want to learn about it. All right. So next week we'll talk more about that on that part. But that, that's everything that's within the bill. That's uh that was recently, I guess, I had bipartisan decisions on. So we will see where that goes over here the course of the week. I'm sure we're gonna see some movement. Um, the DHS issues national terrorism. You know, let's talk about that real quick. Let's go back to the national terrorism thing. And one of the things that pops in my head, especially where this was um dated June seventh, twenty twenty two, when Department of Homeland Security issued this. The ATF has a single exemption that allows buying a gun for another person. And that is when it is a bona fide actual gift. Oh, okay. Mark, brother, what up, dog? So. Happy birthday, bro. Yeah, right. Exactly. Hey, for real. So if it's a bona fide actual gift, then it's a gift. Right. Okay. So now you threw me off here. I think I was talking about Department Sorry. of Homeland Security. Yeah. Yes. No, no, it's fine. I went back to Department of Homeland Security because we want to talk about that, uh, the whole thing where they're talking about certain issues coming up, rising soon. June 7, 2022 is when this issued. They have yet, as far as I know, have yet to announce their decision on Roe versus Wade. Am I correct? There's been no, no confirmation. I don't on- know. That story disappeared pretty quickly, though, didn't it? It, it did and it didn't. So here's the situation that's going on with that. It's currently, we have protesters outside of Supreme Court justices' homes. Right now, still? Right now, still. Someone's already tried to assassinate um, one. They've been brought into custody. They've been taken out. But here's this thing that's going on right now, and this is why I'm kind of pissed off. 
Nancy Pelosi and AOC keep shutting down the idea of sending private security to our Supreme Court justice home to protect them. And by all means, they need it because they are Supreme Court justice, right? But Nancy Pelosi and AOC has been shooting it down. Especially if they have people protesting outside of their homes. Which is illegal. Which should it, be against the law. It is a it is against the law. It actually is to it's against the law to protest out of the home out of a home of a Supreme Court justice judge. It's absolutely against the law. But it's happening right now. But it's happening. And, and it's the, being encouraged. Yes, and it's being encouraged, including by the press secretary. Hmm. Hmm. So where really is the Democrats? I'm gonna call them out as it is right now, because it is the Democratic Party that's saying, Oh, let it happen. But when it comes down to, you know, other certain protests that we won't talk about, it's bad. Oh, that can't be accepted. But then we have other protests happen when buildings are being burned down and stuff's happening. That's okay. Mostly peaceful protests. It's just, I don't know, man. We're in some trouble times. And you want to talk about food shortages. There's also gas shortages that are being discussed that there's possibly during the summertime we're going to see gas shortages. There's also supposedly rolling uh, blackouts that are going to be happening a lot more frequent this summer. So there's like there's a lot of stuff coming into play for this summer. And it's going to be a very, very scary summer, in my opinion. That's going to be happening for all the Americans out here. I really agree. I was at the market today. Ching and I went to the store. And uh, there was a gang of gaps in the grocery store, man. Like a lot of produce wasn't there. There was a lot of stuff just not there. I don't know. Maybe it's Sunday night and they're stocking. Maybe we came at a weird moment in the day. But I can can say that it's the most holes that I've seen on the shelves so far. Here's another thing. If the government is truly worried about the American people and their source of food right now, if we're going to start seeing food shortages, maybe now is the time to lift all restrictions on fishing and lift all restrictions on hunting. Let the American people who are willing to go out and find the food for their family start finding it. Get rid of the bag limits of the fish. Get rid of the bag limits on the hunting. Let them go. Well, I mean, shit. Uh, so listen you're saying that right but let me ask you were talking earlier how our our forefathers or whatever do you think the cavemen had bag limits do you think they had bag limits back in there's a difference though okay there's a slight difference i'm looking right now people are fucking dumb and you're gonna get one dude who knows a spot and he's gonna up he's upstream from you and he's going to bag all the shit that you're never going to get okay i I can agree there's just there's greedy people who are opportunists air quotes who are are going to take advantage of the situation so um it's just like the morons that hoarded all the tp and you couldn't get tp like people are dumb like we just have to People are dumb and people are greedy and people when they're being driven by fear become desperate. And then when people become desperate, they start doing really weird shit. Okay. So let's word it this way then. So you make absolute sense there. So how long do you think a deer meat could last a family of, I don't know, we'll say a family of four. Four 
four months. Okay. So every four, one deer, every four months, you go hunting. Once you bag a deer, you'd have to be recorded in the books or whatever, some type of database, one deer every four months. If you could feed your family that way. Right. Well, of I course, mean, if you live on a, if you live on like a, a 15 acres of land and there's deer that just happened across your shit and you, you clip two or three at a time. I mean, you're probably going to be sharing that meat with your neighbors, right? Like if you're a good neighbor and you're clipping a couple of deer, right? So yeah. it's like, that's why it's like, these things are complicated. Like these situations are different. Like how much meat am I going to go through? Well, I eat a lot of meat, right? But I'm not hunting. Cause I, I don't have, I I'm not set up to hunt in my area. Right. For those who are listening, I'm not set up to hunt in my area so i buy all my meat so you know i just feel like it's it's situational it's sensitive to the situation what's up with your why are you doing that what's going on here uh my green screens uh, hold on cgi straightening back out oh that was weird why is that, 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 was, that was, yeah whatever you did don't do that again hate you but yeah so uh it's it's sensitive right like i don't think removing all of these limits is gonna is gonna solve the problem i think it's people need to understand that things are gonna get tough and it's like being a hoarder is not necessarily gonna make it a better thing because then people are gonna get desperate and then that's when you need your firearms because things get desperate and then someone's gonna try to break into your house because they saw you bring in three deer and they don't know that they're gonna get a piece of it anyways, you know? So they're gonna try to take it. 100%. And that's that's kind of, I think, when before we rolled into talking about that, though, I was kind of yeah. trying to go with that. We're, we're, what we're seeing right now happening between gases and food and price of inflation and people still saying that people are actually losing their jobs. So now we're talking about how hard it is for me to try finding an employee. I did find one, uh, but I just talked to a friend of mine who just lost their job because they closed the business down because they couldn't find employees. And, and once again, it goes back to how the larger corporations are stealing from the smaller corporations because see my CGI is messing up for some reason because they're able to offer a hell of a lot more money than a small business could. Certain small businesses can't offer as much money as the twenty to thirty dollars an hour that we're seeing now by larger corporations. Hell, Target—you can now work at Target for twenty bucks an hour. Twenty bucks an hour at Target. Twenty bucks an hour. Yeah, but you probably only get like twenty-two hours a week. Right. No, that exactly. So like, it's they, the same as working full time okay. at ten bucks an hour. Right. Exactly. So it's like that's where they're kind of they're that's where the trickery is coming in. It's like we pay twenty dollars an hour, but you're capped out at seventeen hours a week. Like, well, that's not very great because I still need another job. Right. Man. So let's see here. We're at a minute, one hour, four minutes in on this right now. We've touched up on. I'm just trying to look, make sure we touched up on everything that you and I were discussing about. We talked about the Department of Homeland Security. Talked about guns. Was there anything else you, because you're the one that brought up food shortages. Was there anything else you wanted? To <laughs> yeah, just what we discussed earlier. I don't, I don't really have much more to add to it, but I've, I've, I heard a, I heard a person's perspective that I thought was interesting. I don't know how accurate it is, but it just, I don't know. It just made me reframe, I guess, the way I thought about this situation. Right. And so I don't, I don't have my tinfoil hat 
in here, but just assume we that should I'm putting on my tinfoil hat right now. So his thing was his his story was his mom is Native American and she was telling him about the story of when the the U.S. government came in and like butchered like I don't know like twenty million or eighty million buffalo or some shit like the majority of the buffalo in the area and that was to like cause the Native American tribes to be more dependent on on the American government the American people or what have you. And then, so if you just were to look at history as some sort of repetition, um, there's a lot of coincidentally timed baby food shortages and food processing plants that are exploding. Coincidentally, they all happened at the same time this year, right as the World Health Organization and our beloved president are warning us at great lengths of very, very bad food shortages that are coming trouble times i don't know it's just weird that the u.s government has had has a bit of a track record of doing this causing these types of things i'm not saying that's happening now although it probably is but i'm not saying that but it probably is <laughs> but it's a coincidence i don't know that's because i know we talked about the food shortages last week and right, i we heard did. about this story between then and now so um I don't know. Just a weird, weird coincidence again for like the 700,000th time over the past two years. Yeah. A lot of coincidence. A lot of, a lot of fucking coincidences, man. All right, brother. Well, here, let's put it this way. Let's uh, see where this week takes us. See what we come up with for our show. We will be back, you guys, uh, same time next. Uh, what is today? Anyways, today's Sunday. Yeah. Next Sunday, we'll be back same time. Sunday's Father's Day, right? Is it Father's Day? Is it? The nineteenth? I don't know. God, I don't even know what day Father's Day is. I think Maybe. I think so. Oh shit. I guess we'll have to call dad, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Live on the show. Live on the show. That'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> It'd be so boring. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, hopefully, when we go live next Sunday, we won't get uh, kicked off of wisdom. For I, I really wish. I hope I get an email tell me where that word that triggered the wisdom to go off. It was me. It was my fault, dude. My bad. I think it was talking about the eighty-year-old. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just gonna. Why don't we not? Yeah, right. yeah. Let's go. Let's go ahead and end this now. <laughs> tuning in over in social media. I appreciate you guys. Everybody, make sure you're liking and sharing this out. If you're watching on YouTube, please press that subscribe button. We'll catch you guys later on. We'll be uh, shit. Let's go to the banners. We'll be back. Gary, just hang out for a minute, Bam. brother. Later, uh, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Snowflake Melter, the Mark G Show. Mark is your everyday hardworking business owner that loves America. And he certainly doesn't mind telling it like it is. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. To send an email, it's on air at themarkgshow.com. And find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at The Mark G Show. See you next time.